Thanks for joining us today for Region 14's PBIS podcast. I'm Alexis Kirk. And I'm Angela Dunn. And we're going to be providing updates as well as information about the rule and policy for restraint and seclusion that went into effect on June 24th of 2021. Let's start with some exciting updates. We are very pleased to announce that the 2022 Exceptional Achievement Award Recognition Ceremony is scheduled for April 28th at Region 14 Hopewell Center. Nominations are due by March 1st. Visit the state support team website to complete and submit your nominations. For more information or questions, please contact Sherry Campton. Her contact information will be located in the show notes. Also, remember that this is the time of year to be planning for the administration of the tiered fidelity inventory or other implementation surveys such as the self-assessment survey. Reach out to your PBIS consultant to schedule the walkthrough tool, assist with external facilitation of a full TFI, or coordinate an implementation survey. We are happy to help. The PBIS award applications are due to be released on March 1st, with a deadline for submission of May 1st. We will send out a regional email using the PBIS mailbox when the application windows open. We are excited to announce a training series beginning March 1st and ending at the end of April. We will link the flyer for Tier 1 Challenging Behaviors, Strategies for the Classroom in the show notes. What is exciting about this is that you can attend topics that interest you, fit into your schedule, or attend the entire series. It is virtual for one hour a week from 3.30 to 4.30 p.m. Topics include active supervision, task difficulty, discouraging inappropriate behavior, and more. When we are working in the buildings, we hear that this content is needed, and we already have many registrations. Alexis, do you want to talk about PBIS as it relates to restraint and seclusion since we have the announcements out of the way? Sure. So if we go back to 2013, the State Board of Education developed a rule and policy for the implementation of positive behavior interventions and supports, or what we know as PBIS. Right, exactly. And restraint and seclusion. Then in 2018, House Bill 318 required the implementation of PBIS, And we have podcasts from last year um, and previously that that go over uh, those requirements. Um, And then most recently on June 24th of 2021, the State Board um, and Ohio Administrative Code, uh, there is a rule now for the standards of implementation for positive behavior interventions and support and restraint and seclusion that are focusing on two critical components for addressing student behavior. The one is around district implementation of PBIS, and you can go back and review our October podcast um, to hear those requirements again, and we'll put a link in the show notes, you think, Angela? Yeah, that way you can find it easily. Um, and then there was an, the other side of that is the requirements regarding restraint and seclusion. So today we thought we would talk about um, some of the changes in that restraint and seclusion part of the revised rule. 
So revisions to the rule include updates about the requirements in using restraint and seclusion, as well as prohibited practices, um, and then the formal complaint process for parents that's outlined in this rule. Um, this state rule does require districts to annually report incidences of restraint and seclusion to the Ohio Department of Education, and they have created quite a few resources, and I think we'll link those in the show notes as well. Right. That way you have that information at your fingertips. So back in the summer, district superintendents were notified to complete the, de the data collection around the restraint and seclusion portion of this rule. Um, districts submitted that by August 2nd. I'm sorry, August 6th August 6th um, of 2021 to fulfill the reporting requirements of the rule. So you have access to this data now. So Angela, you want to talk about just some of the, the questions and things maybe your teams could be looking at, whether it's your PBIS team or your district leadership team or even your building leadership teams. Absolutely. As you look at that data from this collection, uh, there are a few things that we believe that leadership teams should consider. Uh, what are the impacts of not having accurate data? And what is the data telling us? What are the patterns? What are the significant indicators? And finally, how are you incorporating this data into your improvement cycles? Uh, how is the PBS team using this data? How is the DLT, the BLT? How are these teams um, incorporating this data into their work? And we would really want to know, too. So if you wanted to leave us a message or send us an email or the next time we're in your buildings, we want to know how you're using that data. Absolutely. And if you're having difficulty accessing your data, contact one of us and we can help you. Yes, definitely. What about the part of this policy that addresses the parent complaint process? Sure. So since this is new to Ohio, we thought that it would be a good idea to talk about that, um, or at least provide a high-level overview. Um, so a complaint is a formal request that only a parent or a guardian of a kindergarten through 12th grade student can make to the Ohio Department of Education to investigate potential violations of the requirements of this rule. Um, and like we said, that went into effect um, so that would have to be after that June 24th, 2021 date. Um, another part of that is uh, alleged violations must be within one year of the date that the complaint is filed. So those are two um, important pieces to keep in mind. Then the Department's Office for Exceptional Children will conduct a neutral investigation so that they can come to a formal resolution of the issues. What about preschool. Right. So preschool kiddos have, there's a whole different set of preschool licensing rules that apply to our preschool students. So if you have questions around um, preschool licensing and restraint and seclusion, um, because restraint and seclusion really is not a part of preschool, right. just contact me and I can help you with that early learning and school readiness side of it. We can leave your contact information in the show notes yeah, as well. We will do that for sure. Um, all right. So when the department receives that complaint, Angela, um, an education program specialist is assigned to review that complaint about the issues and an investigative, um, as part of that investigative process, that a letter is going to be sent to both the district and the parent or guardian that is very specific to the issues. Um, that neutral investigation will take place and findings will be issued 
and communicated to both you, the district, and the parent or guardian within 90 calendar days. That's a pretty short timeline. It really is. They have um, some guidelines in there for extenuating circumstances from where it could um, be extended, but the communication is supposed to be very clear. So that's the date. That's the timeline right now is 90. Um, remember that the allegation and that complaint must occur within a year, and that initial complaint has to be after that tw that June 24th um, effective date. Um, if there's no findings, then the case will be closed. If there are findings, then the district will go through a corrective action plan process. So that will that will be put in place. Alexis, we will make sure to include all of this information, all the resources, and all of the links in the show notes for our audience. And we would love it if you would let us know how we can support your teens. These last two podcasts contained a lot of information. They sure did. A lot of new information regarding the new rule that went into effect. So please let us know if you have any questions or let us know how you've been using this information in your districts and buildings. Uh, there are so many great things going on in our region, and oh, yes. we want to showcase that work. We definitely do. I mean, we see it every day. Absolutely. In our next podcast, we are excited to be sharing the 2022 PBIS Awards application information. So stay tuned for the next episode of the Region 14 PBIS podcast. It's going to be a good one. Absolutely.